Welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Okay, welcome everyone to another very exciting episode of Path to Podcast Success. I have a guest here with me today that I am very happy to have on the show. I think this is going to be a fun conversation, a true podcast veteran. I think there's going to be a lot of really, really great stuff in here for everyone listening. Michelle Thames, welcome to the podcast. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to chat today. I am excited as well. I think this is going to be fun. <laughs> so, uh, Michelle, I like, to, I like to start off in the same place with all my guests, and that is by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context that they need to get the most that they can out of this conversation. So for those people, go ahead and tell us, what is it that you do? So I am a marketing and monetization strategist. So I help you get your business visible, attract more clients with compelling content and monetize your skills and expertise. So I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I have a podcast, a YouTube channel, a blog. I have done it all. And so I use all of that to teach my clients really how their marketing mix and what their marketing mix can really, how that can help them and how it can get them in front of more people organically. I haven't used any ads or anything like that so far. It's all been an organic journey from here, but I am going to tap into ads this year, but it's been all organic. Right. No, I understand that. Uh, so how long have you been an entrepreneur? For 13 years. So I started off in the beauty industry and then I actually pivoted. So I was fired from my job in 2016 in healthcare administration. I have a bachelor's and a master's degree and I was fired from my job suddenly. So I was like, you know what? I can fall back on my passions. And I picked up freelance writing gigs at the time. I was doing some influencer content, posted on my Instagram and making money that way. So really tapped into those opportunities and then got the opportunity to work for a startup beauty brand at the time um, and help them to become a multi-million dollar brand. Um, got a lot of experience in e-commerce, social media, digital, influencer marketing, you name it. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I can help more people. And I'm passionate about this. And so I started my marketing agency, um, helping other business owners to build marketing strategies for their businesses. And so we help, um, yeah, entrepreneurs do that, get visible, you know, to so that you can attract your ideal clients and monetize. I think that is absolutely incredible. I mean, there, that is, I love that, like, you didn't, like, you know, fall into despair when you, uh, you know, we're no longer working at your old job. Instead, you took the skills you have and the resources that you had and you decided to make something of it. And I think that is absolutely incredible. Um, I'm kind of curious, since you became an entrepreneur, I guess I guess you could say by chance, but I, I, I don't want that to diminish your um, no, accomplishments in any means. No, I think it's totally accidental. But, it's totally yeah. accidental. But now that you find yourself to be an entrepreneur, uh, do you prefer that to working for someone else? 
Absolutely. When I was fired, I was like, wow, someone could just rip, you know, rip my livelihood from me. And I don't like that feeling. I want to be able to do something that I love. Not to say that I didn't love healthcare, but it was like, it was always something that was like, this isn't for you. There's something else. And I was always like new to all the social media, like back in the day, the MySpace, I was on AOL Instant Messenger. So I was always like in the digital age. And so when social media came about and platforms like Facebook and Instagram, I felt like I had a place like, oh, wow, this is cool. I can start a blog and reach people and talk about my hair and meet other women. So again, taking my skills and expertise, knowing how to write, knowing how to storytell and being able to freelance, write and just tapping into that. So yeah, it was totally accidental, which is, I mean, I never thought I would be entrepreneur, but I definitely prefer this. I do not, I feel strongly. I do not want to work for anyone. So I will make it work. I will sell digital products. I will do what we need to do, but I'm definitely on this path of entrepreneurship for the long run. Right. No, I think that's, I think I, 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 I wholeheartedly agree, <laughs> but um, you mentioned storytelling a couple of times. And I'd like to ask more specifically, tell me a little bit more about the role of storytelling in a good business. Yeah, I definitely think you have to tell the story of why you started the business. People are no longer saying, oh, you know, I'm going to buy this whatever it is, maybe it's the sparkling water. I don't know. Sometimes they want to know who is the founder? Who is the owner of this? I want to, what is the mission behind the business? And so you being able to tell that story or your team or whatever, being able to tell the story of why the brand exists, who is the brand helping? How are they doing that? What's the transformation? You want to be able to tell that story and you tell that story through the content that you said, through podcasting, just like this, through Instagram, if that's your platform. But storytelling is huge across all platforms, even email. I think, especially with email, you want to nurture your people, right? It's not just going to be an instant sale. So really being able to tell that story and build like, know, and trust. And so, yes, that is, I know everyone probably says that you got to build like, know, and trust, but it's true. No one's just going to buy from you right away. So by storytelling, you create that connection with your ideal client and customer and they get to know you. And maybe next year they might buy from you. I've had people on my list who've been on there three, four years, been to my webinars, challenges, you know, in my Facebook group. And now they're just at the point where they want to purchase something. So I've told that story though. I've brought them along. So having those skills um, and being a storyteller of what your brand stands for is really important. Yes, I I very much agree because humans like stories. <laughs> you know what I mean? We like stories and in a business setting it helps to to make the interaction feel a lot more human, right? Because a lot of times when it comes to business it, it can all, it can feel kind of detached. And so leading into storytelling helps make it a more more enjoyable experience for everyone involved. Uh, so I, I I very much agree with everything you're saying. <laughs> um, so I'm a big fan of the podcast of actionable advice, right? I like it when someone listening can take something from this and implement it right now uh, today, uh, because I you know I believe change only happens when you actually take action. So let's say someone listening is feeling inspired by the things that you do your area of expertise and the success that you have been able to achieve for yourself. And they want to continue down that path, um, you know, their own path. Uh, What would be one piece of actionable advice you could give, uh, you know, with your area of expertise for someone listening to, you know, 
begin to move forward and kind of take things to that next level. Yeah, no, I definitely think podcasting has been a huge like visibility booster in my business. I will say that if you're thinking about whatever it is, if it's starting a podcast, if it's starting a blog, do it because if you want your business to get visible, there are tools that maybe social media or Instagram isn't like a, you don't like it or it's not the place where your people are, but you can get so much farther with the podcast. So I would just say start. Number one, do some research. Is your idea viable? I know that everybody wants to know about social media. So I named my podcast Social Media Decoded because on the podcast, I'm decoding social media, breaking it down into easy points. That's my whole brand. My whole brand, it's like easy marketing. So on the podcast, I just break things down easy in like 10 minutes and give actionable advice. So I think Number one, if you're looking to be a thought leader, if you want to do speaking engagements, if you know you want to build an agency do social media management, you can start a podcast because it's going to help build that visibility. But not only that, you're helping other people. Like you said, actionable tips, you're going to provide that and they're going to be able to say, wow, I really got some value from this podcast. Let me go check out this person's business. So it's really a really great visibility booster, a really great backing to you as an expert um, when you show up and provide people with actionable advice. And then they just tell more people and more people and your business continues to grow. So the first step, just take the step, decide what you want the podcast to be about, your niche, um, do some research and just buy some podcast equipment. Nothing even expensive on, on the internet. Like get you a podcast mic from Amazon under $40, some headphones and some easy, easy apps and start. Perfect. I love it. I love that. I think that's incredible. And that, that's some perfect advice, I think. Um, so, you know, I've got to ask the classic question. I'm sure it's going through a lot of people's minds. Has having a podcast been a positive impact on your business? Like, have you noticed business growth, more revenue, all that fun stuff from, from having a podcast? Absolutely. But podcasting is a slow and steady game. You got to be mm. in this for the long run because there are a lot of people that get into this and they get pod fade, which is you start and then you just stop. And it's like, well, you have to keep producing episodes for people to keep coming back. Um, you have to have a strategy on how you're going to get your podcast out to more people. Um, so yes, it has been beneficial. I, you know, have seen definitely an increase in revenue because you can, Talk about your own products and services in your own podcast and you can get new leads from your podcast depending on how you, you know, put, frame it in your episodes. But it's ways to do that. Right. So I think it's helped me get speaking engagements. It's definitely helped me be known. Um, people have written articles about my podcast. That's helping my brand. Right. That's helping my personal brand and visibility. Now, other people are writing about my podcast. I get tagged a lot on social media and someone's like, oh, these are the podcasts I'm loving right now. And then I'm in the list. And so now people are sharing. I share my email list. So, yes, it has been 100 percent really great for my business. And I'm not stopping because it's still so early in this game. You have a show. Think about it. It's a show that you get to show up on every day. If you love what you're talking about, people are going to be like, oh, Michelle loves what she's talking about. Evan loves what he's talking about. They're passionate and they tune in every single week. 
to continue to learn from you. And then maybe eventually they can turn into a customer. So again, it depends on your goals too. What is the goal of your podcast? Um, and what is the output that you're looking for? But yes, the answer to your question is, I feel it has been successful based on the goals that I um, have set out. I think I've done an amazing job so far. And it's all organic. I haven't even put no ads behind the podcast yet. So, um, and we have over 180,000 downloads. And so I'm really excited about that. That's incredible. I love to hear it. <laughs> Thank you. That's amazing. Um, now, let me ask you this. When you first started your podcast, what was your biggest fear? And did that fear end up coming true? Yeah, I was like, well, people want to listen to my voice. You know, <laughs> I have my quirks. And then it was just like, well, if they don't like it, they'll, uh, you know, they won't listen. But as I kept mm -hmm. going, I just, people leave really great reviews. And so that gives me like the motivation to say, wow, people really do like this. And what was I to think that they won't, you know, like I'm helping people. And as long as I do that, I think if you think positively about it, um, I think it will be the best benefit for you. And so that's how I choose to go into it. But I definitely was like, oh, what about my voice? You know, are they going to like how I talk? But you just have to say, nope, I'm going to do this. People are going to like it. And I just kept telling myself that every day, every day when I, record people this is going to help someone i'm going to reach some new people i'm going to help someone think about marketing differently so absolutely i have those i like to call them gremlins that say oh no no you can't do it but you actually you can you just got to push for it oh definitely no i know exactly what you mean <laughs> uh it, yeah you have to i i it's it's very funny because I had similar fears when I first started. I also, I just, I hated the sound of my voice on recordings. And so I was just afraid of putting it out. But I mean, I guess I was kind of, kind of a unique situation in which with what my business is, I, I kind of needed a podcast. There was no way around it. But for a lot of people out there, you know, the fears might stop them from from starting something like this. And so the fact that you're able to move past that and, and you have this thriving podcast anyway, I think is incredible. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, Michelle, I think we could probably talk about all of this for hours, but I want to make sure that I am respecting your time and the time of our listeners. I want to thank you for being willing to come on the podcast today and give us a great insight into you, your life, and your work. And for people who are feeling inspired and motivated, motivated by the things that you're saying, they're very interested in you and in your work, where can they find out more about you online? Yes. Instagram is where I love to hang out. So you can definitely follow me on Instagram, DM me at Michelle L. Thames or Facebook. If you want to follow my Facebook profile, Michelle Thames. Um, yeah. And I would love to chat with you. All right. Well, I'm going to have that linked up in the show notes and I highly encourage everyone listening to check all of that out in more detail. But for now, Michelle, thank you again very, very much for being willing to come on the podcast today. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review, letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So, again... Thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.